0: Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelly Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, would where I focus on not living in regret and forming high-functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think, and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments, and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain, and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning, world, and welcome to the show. Shelley Shearer here, and it's just an absolute honor to be here. I could not even decide on a topic today. There's been so much going on in the last week, and so... Because I'd moved a few things around on the weekend, I still had some books up in my old office and uh, decided to bring them back down because a lot of them I need access to on a regular basis, especially for this podcast. Uh, those of my regular listeners will probably realize, uh, know that over the last couple of years, I have used Melody Beattie's book, Journey to the Heart, a lot in this podcast. I just, If I just need some inspiration, I just go to the date and see what the today that day's lesson was and... And usually I'm I'm good to go, but I haven't done it for, for months, used her book and actually couldn't find it. That's because I hadn't cleaned everything up yet. And then as well, last week I went back to a spectacular course that I have done six and a half years ago called Business Mastery. Now here in the lower mainland of British Columbia, there is a, uh, not a guru, but he's a, uh, he calls himself a Sherpa he is a business coach that does these live events and also huge private coaching and in the six or seven years since i first met colin sprake my goodness has he grown and he's also gone through some some awful stuff and just things i didn't even realize cuz i sort of was unplugged for for a couple of years so i did the course six and a half years ago when i was going through some some very what's the word i'm looking for uh, Turmoil in my life, I guess, is a good one. It was the year before I got sick with fibromyalgia. It was the year I was considering walking away from my accounting practice and doing multi-level marketing full-time, of all things. But I loved the MLM I was involved in because it was about health, and I'm a bit of a health fanatic. So although I didn't really enjoy a lot of the pressure and the rah-rah of a lot of how the MLMs uh, carry on, it was a spectacular learning experience for me taught me some some great discipline, Uh, definitely got me back in the habit of uh, sort of, you know, self-improvement and networking, that sort of thing, because that was, I have to say that for Vi, they definitely in our, um, what's the word I'm looking for when you all get together at the conventions, thank you, Shelley, the conventions and things like that, they really took training us mindset and that sort of thing very seriously. And it, which was great. And your monthly subscription with our online websites included a success magazine uh, and DVDs that came every month. I really just got in the habit back then of ensuring that there was always, you know, good information going into me because, you know, what you focus on, you attract in your life. That's, you know, that's just really quite a fact of uh, of the universe in nature. So this time, th- with living well with Shell and the brand of high functioning habits and the ebook and everything, this past year, I have a very significant focus now. I the business is is is, is what I want. It's it's in going in the direction that I want. And although I still bookkeep part time, that's not what I'm looking to be doing in five years from now. And being a keynote speaker, I've I've talked about this many times. Is definitely is you know in my bucket list of um, of to dos. I wanted to go take this course again with a with a proper focus when i took it six and a half years ago i'm just going to use the word wishy-washy in fact that kind of brings up a little segue for me when in collins i've i've been introduced to some ma- am- amazing things through collins uh, association over the years so first did business mastery he does this three-day course it is very intense really works on mindset and and dealing with you know the baggage that you just keep bringing and the limiting beliefs you keep telling yourself. And then he has levels of, of training for business, like, excuse me, right down to hiring and firing. It's, uh, p- uh particular in this case to Canada, of course, cause it's here, uh, marketing websites, you know, creating a business plan, uh, so many things that as a small business owner, a lot of people do not know how to do. And it's interesting to me, of course, being an a account- uh, having an accounting background, I may be in business but I'm not building a brick and mortar business and I also do not have a large accounting firm where I have lots of people working for me. I gave that a small try and many years ago didn't enjoy it. I really just enjoy being self-employed but still if that was what you were you know what is going on in your life he's awesome for that. So I was considering changing careers but I definitely have to say I like I say I was very wishy-washy. My marriage wasn't going really well at that particular time. And I was just about to head off to England for five weeks to start a new team for the MLM in England. So I took these courses before I went. So I had these skills in my toolbox, but like I say, I wasn't, I wasn't clear. When I look back, I don't, I just wasn't clear. And now I so very am, but I really wanted to get a new perspective. That is why bringing kind of coming back to the subject, I'm a big advocate of, you know, reading a book twice or listening to an audiobook twice. Never think that because you've quote unquote already read it, that you're done without learning. When life changes for you and circumstances around you change, you're going to be focused on different things and places that you've gotten knowledge and information and growth from in the past have something completely new to offer you this time around let me give you an example when i first bought my little black bmw it's a little two-door convertible uh years ago i it was a car program that visalis had when you reached a certain rank they gave you 600 bucks towards driving a bmw and my my sob was just about dead anyway so we needed a new car and i said sure my husband said sure let's 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 do it i loved that car i'm not gonna lie The second I started driving that BMW, all I saw on the road was BMWs. When I drove my Saab, I noticed every other Saab that passed me on the road. If you all of a sudden decided to go out shopping for a red car tomorrow, you would probably notice all the other red cars on the roadway. This is just how human nature works. It's how the psychology of our brains work. It just becomes like forefront. So because of that, I wanted to now go back and do this course with a new frame of reference. I wanted to see what was on my radar, what I was attracting, what was, like I say, what was I was noticing on my radar, more or less, this time around. And, and fair enough, so, so different than, than the last experience. The course has changed a little bit, not that much. And uh, I'd forgotten some of it, to be perfectly honest, so that there was some surprises that, you know, Colin's looking at me going, "Uh, Shelly, you've done this before. I'm like, yeah, I forgot about this part of the course. And so it was in some ways, a lot of it was very new. But regardless of that, I went into it with a completely open mind and heart and spirit to say, please show me what you need to show me. Now, one of the things that was a little sad, I, for some reason, had a misconception that I could go back and audit any of the courses I I had paid for all those years ago, and they don't actually have that policy. But they have now put everything online. So for a small fee, I've got full access to the online courses. I can use my manual, take my new business through every module, and apply, you know, the marketing techniques and the advertising techniques, build a new business plan for this business, all of that sort of thing. Because as... So that's where I lost my train of thought, coming back to me being the accountant. When I'm working with clients in my accounting business, so often I'm not just going into there do their books, I'm helping them set up process and, and their business just sort of in general. Because most entrepreneurs are out there doing what they love to do and rarely is that the business side of it. Usually you have someone that, you know, is a fantastic sales rep or a great creative or they're, they're an artist or they're, you know, it doesn't matter. They have some skill set or some love and passion. They take it to the marketplace. But in order to monetize that, they have to run a business. But they don't know how to run a business. And as you guys know, I tell you all the time, you hire what you need. Okay. Find what you need. Now, nowadays, my goodness, when I think about what you can just freaking Google and go to YouTube for and learn unbelievable. But there are still going to be things that you're going to need help with. Go find it. Go, go hire it. So one of the things that I, I noticed over this three-day course was I got the biggest compliment. Uh, it just honestly, I want to share it with you because I was so touched, so touched. And when I opened the book today for the meditation or for the, um, uh, yeah, meditations, it was learn to nurture and be nurtured. Now one of the things I learned in one of these courses many years ago and I I don't it wasn't business mastery it was a course I in one of the paid for sections called own your greatness probably one of my favorite courses and they let me do it out of sequence years ago because they knew I was going to England and I really wanted what was in that course in my toolbox and if you can hear all that dinging in the background I apologize for some reason my computer is just going off on alerts and things that it actually shouldn't be doing. Cause I have all this stuff usually shut down. My apologies. No such thing as perfection guys. I give it my best. I give it the whole college try, but we don't always get, we don't always get there to perfection. So in this other course that, that I had taken, they brought in and I've had her on an interview on this podcast, Monique, uh, McDonald that does the teaches the sacred gifts course. And I highly recommend that. And I recommended it this particular weekend or uh, this past week to someone that I met at the course because there was a need in her life. I could see it plain as day, a, a bit of a confusion, a, a little, just bit, feeling a bit lost. And I said, have you heard of this? She goes, yes, I have. I says, go spend 199 bucks or whatever it is now and take this weekend course like it will change things for you it will solidify some things in your life focus on you know what your natural gifts are and give you confidence in that area the reason i bring this up is one of the things i learned in that particular segment of this course was that i have the gift of facilitation but it's never a gift that i have uh what's the word i'm looking for i have never nurtured it okay speaking of nurture So the gift, it was very obvious, very clear to me when I first took the course. Yes, I have the gift of service. Yes, I have the gift of hospitality. Yes, I have the gift of knowledge. Those were just so clear for me based on my personality. I I didn't even have to think about it. And my husband and I both have service and hospitality. I also learned, and I think I've mentioned this before, that I don't have the gift of administration. It was a really great course for teaching me what skill sets I had learned versus what comes naturally. But the facilitation thing, I definitely resonated with other people commented on it. We worked on it. I have accepted it and I am trying to nurture that part of of my personality because, and I'm just speculating here, but because I'm a bit of a control freak and a little bit of an A type personality, just a wee bit, um, I often If I'm not super good at something, or it's super obvious for me that that is something I'm good at, I downplay it or I dismiss it. Not realizing that when you go into these types of courses, facilitation is used so often because you get into small groups, excuse me. And as soon as I'm in those small groups, I just fall straight into this pattern of helping other people, you know, holding the space for them asking questions. It just seems to come naturally. But like I said, I've never been in a a situation where that was nurtured. That has changed drastically for me in the last two to three years, one especially with this podcast. Uh, Facilitation is a huge part of why I I do this, to help facilitate you to change your mind, to help facilitate you not to live in regret, and to help facilitate you to higher functioning habits. Okay? The reason I bring that up is we got into um, a one-on-one, and I had a, a partner, this young lady, and afterwards, and it was a bit of an emotional exercise. There's nothing I'm going to discuss about that course on this podcast for uh, obvious reasons out of respect to Colin's process. This is his proprietary information and it's his course. But just in broad strokes, one of the things this lady said to me at the end when I was giving her a hug, she goes, thank you. You make me, well, how does she say you make me feel safe? Or she says, I feel safe with you. I broke into tears. There really couldn't have been a, a, a bigger uh, compliment she could have paid me than to say that. Not, you know, thank you for understanding. Thank you for getting it, for giving me advice. Nope, none of that. None of that even happened. I simply held space for her and she felt safe, which because of, you know, things that were discussed in between the two of us, that's a big thing for her. So not only was it an amazing compliment for me, it was even greater because I just spent an hour, you know, with her. And I, I knew what some of her issues were. This was a huge compliment from this particular person. Being able to receive a compliment like that because the actions that I had performed created that compliment, that meant the world to me. That was me being nurturing. And honestly, if that's what if we're not in the world to nurture and help, what are, what are we here for? Do you ever ask yourself that? Now, speaking of, sorry, here's a little something funny. I had lunch with these, this great uh, couple. They weren't a couple couple, but in business they were. They've been friends since high school, and. Um, the one of the young the young lady that, it, that was sitting at the table with me, she's got one of these old soul kids. Now, I have a godson that's like this. You know, since the time he was two or three, his mom and I used to look at each other and go, Oh, MG, we are going to have to catch up with him by the time he's five. Because the things that just occurred to him and the questions he would ask, he could fully sentence by, you know, 18 months and, and talk and fully on by two we're unreal. And I. this is the only other... Now, he's 16 now. The only other time that I've come across this was last week. She said her son does the same thing. He's one of those introspective kids. It's like, he wonders, you know, who am I and what am I doing here? He is a child, okay? Not even a tweenie. He is a small child. I think under the age of eight. Uh, even younger, but I'm sorry, my memory's just a little lacking there. And she goes, I don't even know what to say someday. She goes... I feel like I need to like be a Buddhist monk to answer his questions for the universe. And it just sort of made me laugh because, you know, there's all types of people coming and going in, in our world. And some of them, I I do like the expression old soul. It's almost like they've been here before, or they seem to have a little bit uh, stronger tie to the, to, to, to the um, universal energy that that surrounds all of us. And then other people just seem oblivious to it all. You know, you've met those people too. Don't tell me you haven't. You're just like, oh, they're the type of people where you literally say things like, which isn't very nice, but we, we think it. And sometimes we say it. that is he is just, you know, one bulb short, you know, a, of a pack. Yeah. Or is not all quite in the water, that sort of thing. But everyone has their own journey. And it's just a matter of how you can create your own journey to be nurtured and how you can help other people in, in a nurturing capacity. So in today's uh, meditation, they were talking, uh, she was talking about this, celebrate the power of nurturing, release its gentle love, it rests inside each of us, waiting to be appreciated and brought to life. And that's very much how I felt when I realized that I had this gift of facilitation, that it was just something that was sort of sort of lying dormant. I, of course, had probably used it many times in business and in my personal life and just didn't recognize it or had a, la- had a label for it. Now the interesting thing is because it's my books open on the page for tomorrow tomorrow's topic is heal your past and one of the things that came out of the course was being in colin's course and i'm sorry i started the sentence and didn't finish it he introduced me to so many other things over the years not only because one i'm in the course around like-minded people and other types of business people you just you meet so many different types of people, but Colin has a huge event every June called uh, business excellence. I believe it's an appreciation event. He throws on for his students and it's not about him. He brings in speakers from all over the world through that one event that I've attended three times over the years, his business. Excellent. I found Sam Crowley, my podcasting coach. I found Dr. Andreas uh, and took a course on speaking from stage. I found through Sam, my current coach, Adam, who is my coach over this next year, taking my business to this next level. I discovered the emotion code by Dr. Bradley Nelson and actually got on a call when that first happened, like three years ago when I had been to this business, Excellent, and Dr. Bradley was actually personally hosting that call. A lot of the times it's his daughter that handles a lot of that stuff online now, but he was there and he chose me as using me as an example. It was just a, It was just a free introductory call. And he cleared some stuff for me, some ancestral pain. And that's where I'm going to come back to the wishy-washy. When I did this course six and a half years ago, I was feeling very wishy-washy when I did this clearing with Dr. Bradley and you can or cannot believe all this woo-woo stuff. It's totally fine, but I do press upon you to keep an open mind. He did the muscle testing on me and, uh, found two things. He says, I don't come across this very often. He says, but you actually have this, this wishy-washy issue. And I'm like, you actually call it wishy-washy on your list? He goes, yeah, that's actually what it's called. And secondly, I had a sadness. Now I have battled depression uh, for most of my adult life, but at times I just have always felt that I just have this overwhelming sadness that overtakes me more so than sort of other depressive type thoughts. And I've often wondered if it's genetic because ancestral, because you can see it right through the women in all my family, my mom, her sister, my grandmother, and going back into the family, many generations, lots of issues around this type of stuff. And sure enough, that came up. And when he did an ancestral clearing, it cleared all that stuff for me. I had some body pain that literally went away overnight and I went off my antidepressants and hadn't been on them for years. I'm back on a small dose right now for pain management actually with my fibro, but not for, not necessarily for my mood and it was such a revelation. It was such a release. It was amazing. So anyways, the point of this was when you step out of your comfort zone or whether you take on new challenges, uh, take a course, learn something new, it just continues to open doors for you. It's like a snowball effect. So all of these things came part of my life and Monique sacred gifts, same thing from, from Colin came because a friend invited me to a two hour session. I took the weekend I signed up for his business courses for the following year. And all of these things are in my life because of that one single introduction. One of the things I could say in line with this is always know that you're in the right place in time that where you are and what you're experiencing you're meant to experience for a reason okay one of the other things that came out of this with you know i'm looking at this book and I'm, nurture be nurtured heal your past was i managed to spend four hours yesterday and get my ebook on kindle and on amazon so it's there for an audible download And uh, you can actually order a hard copy of it. It costs a little more money. I think it's $9.99 or something. And they will print it for you and mail it. It is just a small 80 page uh, book on high functioning habits. I will over the next year, write a full length book. Uh, But this was, this was the first, the little ebook. And that took me four, four hours or plus learning, you know, how to, how to make it happen and not cross over with my, you know, my consumer Amazon account anyways, whatever. I, it was part of my homework from my coach. He says, I'm not telling you how to do it. Just go to YouTube search this and figure it out. And I did. I had to point of thing is saying is so today I got, I got excited. I got the email from, from Kindle and Amazon to say, your book is up, Da, da, da and I went to look for it. You know, and, oh, there it is. And this other book came across right away and it's called put, uh, use the oxygen mask first, I think is what it was. And I use that example so often. All right, I'm going to pause here. The point of all of this is these are the things that have been going through my mind a lot lately. And things I podcast on a lot, things I try and share with you. You know, you can't help others unless you're helping yourself. You need to nurture yourself and others. It's always a two-way street, guys. It's never a me, 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 me or you, 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 you. You've got to have that balance. And it's just kind of funny how all this stuff just keeps coming up. And it's right in my face. So I, I didn't even search for the book. It was just happened to be, you know, related titles under my book. Was this fellow's book? Uh, put the oxygen uh, mask, put the um, the oxygen mask on first. It's only three words. I've got the saying wrong, but you get the idea. And I've used that analogy so many times. You cannot help someone on a plane that's coming down if you can't breathe. So, you know, your first reaction might be help your child, whatever. But it's like no, you need to make sure you're got oxygen, then you can help someone else. Life is so much like this, so much like this. And then again, today trip right over it. I'm on Facebook for a few minutes, making sure I haven't missed anybody's birthdays. I check every morning just quickly to, to wish people happy birthday. It's kind of a thing for me and update our neighborhood, uh, Facebook group. So we have this thing called the norm crazies, make sure there's no birthdays in my neighborhood and, uh, like that there. There is the diagram. And for those of you that are on my um, Facebook feeds at all, the living well with shell and the coulda woulda shoulda or high functioning habits, Facebook groups for the book and, and my company, I posted this picture. I have spoken on this many times. I have used this analogy so much about the unconscious and the subconscious mind being like the iceberg, that little tip that's above the water is your conscious mind. And the underneath it is the subconscious mind and how much power it truly has. That is why Colin spends the first full day just dealing with mindset, because the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves and the garbage and the mean things that we say to ourselves are just awful. Now, in this particular case, my neighbor Nick had posted it and it so much wasn't about uh, the unconscious, subconscious mind, but it was about success and how here's what people see, the little bit above the water, and here's what it took to get there, this humongous iceberg under the ocean. So go take a peek at that. I think it's awesome. I should actually, uh, I wonder if I can stick that on my Instagram and then it'll feed through to the Twitter and then you can, you know, you'll all see it. It just hit home for me. All of these things this particular week just hit home on topics and reminders of, you know, why I'm here, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Are you opening yourself up? So the universe can speak because right now the universe is doing a great job speaking to me as well. It's doing a wonderful job of trying to um, distract me every time I do something like this, take a course, feeling like I'm a little more on top of things and temptation, shiny object, squirrel. And there's that just, yeah, sorry. Sorry about my computer guys. There's that noise in the background. Distractions also showed up numerous of them an MLM business opportunity, a new bookkeeping client. I'm about to get rid of two, perhaps three bookkeeping clients, two for sure. And an accountant that I deal with, some of my clients phones up to, sends me a message saying, Hey, you taking on any new clients? No. (laughs) But that first initial is, Oh, I wonder if I could fit that in. No. The past month I have been going insane with my schedule because I am not finding the time to get content work done. And yet, as soon as I make some decisions about what I'm going to do in my life, little distractions, little squirrel, little shiny objects show up everywhere. That is the universe's way of finding out if you truly have resolve around your commitments. I have a commitment sheet that I've got to deal with in the next week. Things that I worked through at the course, things that I've made commitments to myself about a to-do list that I created, you know, the whole time I'm in the course, I just had this one page at the back of my binder it had nothing to do with the course, but it kept bringing up things for me, write it down, write it down, write it down. I think that's on like 12 items is sitting on that list. So it did not surprise me at all. I was way better prepared for it this time that all these shiny object distractions started coming across my desk as well. It's like, really, really? Okay. This is where you sit back and go, How did this serve me last time I got distracted with stuff like this, say a year ago, two years ago? I can literally go through a dozen different circumstances in my life. I want you to think about circumstances in your life. Now, this may not be where you are right now. You may not be hyper-focused on something specific, either in your life or your family or your business. But if you are, if you are, and you're wondering why all this other stuff keeps showing up, it's just the universe trying to test you just to make sure that you believe that you're on the right path. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today, and remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best, Or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.